0: This OPI podcast was recorded at an earlier date. Some material may be outdated and or mentioned under different circumstances. Consult your local health authorities for the latest on COVID-19.
1: The following is the Tony Lasano Podcast, an OPI show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Free Kicks on this week's Minutia Men Celebrity Interview. Rick, we interview an author, our latest author from Eckhart's Press. He wrote a great book called Signature Shoes, The Athletes Who Wore Them in Delightful Pop Culture Nugget. We talked to Ryan Trembath. Listen to the Minutia Men Celebrity Interview on Spotify, opishows.com. Or wherever you find podcasts, just search for Radio Misfits. And now, free kicks, free kicks with Illinois Youth Soccer Association's Director of
0: Coaching Adam Howarth and Rick Kemper.
1: Hey, the last show of the year, um, and it's uh it's an exciting one. Actually, you know what? I'm looking at the calendar. This is it going to be? Yes, it'll be. The 31st. It'll be the final show of, uh, of the year. So mm-hmm. uh, we luckily have a, a couple of games to talk about <laughs> as you've been watching it. These festive fixtures have been coming fast and furious. So yeah. let's find out uh, what is happening on the pitch. If I can find my clip. Uh Holy crap. (laughs) You know, uh, here we go. Here we go. You know what? I'll start the whole year off with a brand new show next year, and we'll start with no mistakes. But we'll end with this mistake.
0: Premier League Football. What's happening on the pitch? I should
1: say that we have COVID in my house. My son Sean has it, and it probably is affecting my brain somehow without, (laughs) without me knowing it. So... That's my apologies. And COVID is causing major problems right now in the Premier League. And that's uh, Everton, Man City, Tottenham, Fulham. Those two games have been canceled. Mm -hmm. 18 positive tests league-wide. All fans, once again, banned from the stadium. So all games will be behind closed doors. I just saw a quote this morning from... West Brom manager Sam Allardyce calling for games to stop completely. He wants it to just stop. He said, "I'm 66 and I don't want to catch COVID." Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It's really a really a tough situation. Um, and I know we were watching the game today, the yeah. last game, and the Premier League did come out and say that they they're not planning on doing this two week break that they were talking about potentially. Um, so they're going to continue on with with playing the games and. And realistically, you know, I think a lot of the teams are probably, I would say probably glad that they want to continue going because you take this break off, it's just going to condense the season even more. Yeah. It's going to make it even worse. So at least there might be the opportunity to kind of open up some days here as we as we move forward. But condensing games as it is now, it's tough enough. So you, you make it even more difficult by giving them a two-week break and it's going to be very tricky for the teams to catch up. And, and it's tough because when you look at the table, the first team team's like so many games behind, like two games behind, like Aston Villa's like yeah. only played 14. Um, Man City's only played 14 where other teams have played 16. So there's good, still going to be catching up as it is.
1: Right. And, you know, during this time of year, it's crazy anyway. And some of these, some of these teams probably are not too upset to not have to play you know, two games in three days. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, you saw that. I mean, uh, you look at some of the teams that have play within 48 hours, but the Chelsea Aston Villa game. Both those teams had played literally on Friday and then they play again on the Sunday. So it makes it really difficult for these teams and they have to basically. Sh- restructure the whole team and, yeah. and and give give new players an opportunity you know we some talk of these about teams
1: it. don't have that depth you know like a liverpool yeah you know they it's true that um they've had a lot of injuries but they still bring on tiago and shaqiri today and, and you know right. uh, james milner gives you 70 minutes uh exactly. you know that's most teams don't have that
0: yeah Yeah, there's enough quality in depth. And it's the same thing with all the top teams. And I think I can see from Sam's point of view, he's probably thinking, hey, we get a little bit of a break. Gives me more time to work on his team and maybe look for some players in the January transfer market. So he's kind of... Everybody has their own agenda. Everybody has their own way of trying to maybe make things a little bit better for for their particular situation. And uh, obviously... He's got his own agenda in terms of he, he's old enough as he is. He doesn't want to <laughs> right. get COVID. Yeah. So I, I completely understand that as well.
1: But, I'm sure that's legit uh, too. But uh, Yes. You know, the thing Or so we just watched the Liverpool game against uh, Newcastle. And there were yeah. times when, I mean – and, you know, both of those teams, uh, I gave it their all. It wasn't like they were jaking it out there. And there were lots of opportunities around the goal and everything. But – you know you could see there were times when uh, the midfielders would send the guys on the edge and they'd look back at like you want me to run again <laughs> i mean yeah. i just ran 60 yards you want me to do that again
0: <laughs> yeah no you're you're right i mean they were looking tired out there there's no question with some of the players playing this many games in such a short period of time and for me, the best player, and I, I always find it interesting when they do the interview at the end of the game. It's typically, the best player, and the best player they interviewed was Carl Darlow, the, the Newcastle goalkeeper.
1: Oh, he was fantastic air. today.
0: And you know, he's he's just been great. I, I think he's probably been one of the top performance top performers all year. I think he's got the most saves. He's got most, he's dealing with the most shots, and. From an Englishman's standpoint, he's English, so that's good. That's a good standpoint. So if if I'm uh, Gareth Southgate, I would certainly be looking at him as a potential uh, uh, possibility for the European Championships next year because he's playing fantastically well.
1: He is, and that's a position that really has not been nailed down on the national team.
0: Right. We've had lots of inconsistency in terms of the English national team. So that might be a, it might be a good timing for him. He's playing so well and he's keeping out uh, a seasoned veteran in Dubrovica uh, from on, on the sidelines who was injured. But he got his chance and he's taken taking hold of it. So kudos to him. Really good.
1: Well, he made at least two or three saves today that uh, saved the game. Yeah. I mean they yeah. were they were tremendous saves against the very top, you know, strikers in the world.
0: Yeah, the one the one to the side from Salah was oh. fantastic and then, and then oh. the header late at the end. These are these are we got we got these as world-class saves. Manuel Noy is making those saves. Everybody's been saying he's the best. Felt. Right, and so so give them a lot of credit, you know, and I, I'm I'm glad Newcastle got the point. Yeah, uh, it's interesting that Liverpool struggled against some, kind of some of the teams near the bottom the last couple of games. But uh,
1: right, they are packing you know, it in though. Against you got to be honest, uh, they are packing it in against Liverpool. But uh, yep. nil 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 is nil nil, and yep. now the real interesting thing you look at the table is Liverpool's only three points up on Man U as we record this show. But right. Man U has a game in hand. If they win their next game, they're tied at the top of the table.
0: It's amazing. You know, Manchester United, as as, as you could say, they've been quietly moving up the table. Yeah. And uh, nobody kind of gives them enough credit. They've just been winning games. They've won nine games, as many as uh, Liverpool. So, if they win their 10th game, you know, they'll be top of the table, tied with Liverpool. They're a little bit behind on goal difference. So, they've got to work on that a little bit. Uh, I think that 7-0 win for Liverpool kind of helped them out. Right. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, they're finding ways to win and scoring in the last, literally, injury time. Marcus Rashford to, to win the game uh, the other day. So, that was great for Man United. They're doing fantastically well. Give them a lot of credit.
1: And... Um... Another team that I think doesn't get enough credit right now is Aston Villa. As yeah. You mentioned they're two games. They have two games in hand, and they're in fifth place or sixth place on the table. And they they look very good against Chelsea, I thought.
0: I, I agree. I agree. I think they're a team that totally surprised. I think both of us, is probably fair to say. I yeah. we, picked them to, we picked them to go <laughs> get relegated. Yeah. So what do we know? Um, But, you know, they win their two games in hand, you know, which they could feasibly do. There are 32 points. They're a point behind Liverpool. I mean, they're they're, they're bidding for the Champions League, so it tells you how much we know. But um, yeah, I mean, they've done really well. Uh, The two players for me that have really stood out. uh, I mean, I think their goalkeeper's been tremendous. I think he leads the league in uh, in shutouts, actually, this year, clean sheets. Uh, But Jack Grealish has been fantastic. I mean, he He's the type of player that can create things. He's always looking around the top of the box, and the thing is, I think he is the most fouled player in the league. Well, so that's always a good opportunity. Yeah, so you're know, the most but he's also, player,
1: you know, if you if you blow a little hard near him, he goes down.
0: No question, <laughs> no question. I mean, I, I agree with you, but he does get fouled in good spots. He does. Like a, <laughs> he makes it look <laughs> so good. There. He's a, he's a good actor.
1: Uh, exactly, But he's so, also yeah, but, a great passer, and he, and he's got a hell of a shot, too. I mean, he really is the full package uh, for, for yeah. Aston Villa.
0: Yeah, technically he's good. And then they've got um, John McGinn as well. He's the one that hit that crossbar shot against Chelsea on yep. the weekend. And then even uh, El Ghazi, a player from the Netherlands, not many people know too much about. Five goals in five games. Yeah. He's the one that scored the goal against Chelsea. So they've got players and they've done really well. Uh, there was a little, had a little bit of a, uh, a hiccup at the start of the season, but they've come back and uh, even Chelsea's manager Frank Lampard's given him a lot of credit. They've given him a lot of credit for how good Aston Villa is. So
1: yeah, and good. actually, you know, let's talk about Frank because uh, yeah. so they they drew. They had a draw against uh, Arsenal, um, and then they had a. Uh, a loss i mean they they had a draw against aston villa they lost yeah. against arsenal and after that game frank came out and he was ticked off and he blamed it on the players he yeah. said the players did not come to play period
0: mm-hmm. yeah
1: how do you feel about that i know that you're a, you love frank uh, mm-hmm. but isn't that a dangerous thing to say as as a manager uh-uh.
0: I agree. I think it's a really tough one, especially because um, I think it was in the next game a couple of players were interviewed and they were asked, Well, how do you feel about his comments? And they kind of avoided those questions. They kind of said it in a nice way, Yeah, we didn't play very well, but you could kind of see they were a bit ticked off. Yeah. Um, and, and I can definitely see that. Uh, I think sometimes um, it's my belief that, you know, you kind of keep that closed doors and you kind of say the generic statements to the uh, to the media. Yep, we didn't play very well. It's on me. It's on the right. players. We get back to work next week.
1: Yeah, saying it in the locker room is one thing, right? behind Because yes. cl- every coach says that after every game oh. that they lose, basically, right? Yes. But yes. saying exactly. it to the media like that is like, hey, I told them what to do. They didn't do what I said. You know, come yeah. on. That's not – I don't know. I like yeah. Frank, I, you know, and, and, and to his credit, after the draw – against Aston Villa where I thought he might still be upset because they Mm -hmm. you know they looked good in the first half didn't look as good in the second half Um, he said no look that Villa team that's a good team and he was Mm -hmm. happy with that draw yeah
0: yeah which is again you know in perspective if you're happy with beating tying Aston Villa you've spent 250 million (laughs) (laughs) in the transfer market you've got two two German players who played 18 minutes
1: total and are not game. looking good at all and
0: between the two of them what, we've got 100, that's 110 million pounds invested in those right. two players and you're only playing them for 18 minutes
1: yeah you can't trust yeah, the yeah. germans in england you just can't I, 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 bad I things happen <laughs> exactly <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, uh,
0: but they got some work to do there's no question it's uh He's got to try and figure out a way to to get these players motivated to get them back on pace. And hopefully, you know, in these next few games, although they don't have some easy games coming up. So we'll see how that goes.
1: Well, let's let's talk a little bit about um, what's what's going on with the table, because this has got the makings of one of the most exciting seasons ever.
0: Mm -hmm. It's so close. How many
1: teams are within striking distance?
0: Well, I'm looking at it right now. You've got all the way down to ninth place, Southampton, with 26 points. So you've got fifth through ninth, all on the same amount of points, 26. Yeah. And then you've got first through four, 33 to 29. So you could arguably say that anywhere in the top 10 teams could potentially uh, win the league. You right. know you're at twenty six points. I mean, and that's great, and that's exactly what we want in a league. We want that parity, and that's that's the really exciting part of it. All the teams are starting to jostle for position now. The, you see the Manchester Cities and the Man United's kind of moving up, and obviously Liverpool's being pretty consistent. But it's nice to see teams like an Aston Villa and an Everton and Leicester. You know, that only part of that group.
1: Yeah, and it's another argument against that super league.
0: Yes. Definitely, definitely. We have a Super League right here.
1: That's exactly right. It's the best league in the world. I I just love watching it. And, you know, I know that this is killing the players (laughs) over the festive holidays (laughs) here. But uh, as someone who is quarantined in his house because of the COVID thing, it couldn't come at a better time for me. (laughs) There's a little something to do every day.
0: Exactly, it's it's a tough commute to the couch every day, but you ha- <laughs> you have to do it as you reach for another mince pie or whatever you're eating.
1: Yeah, that's oh, not I- what we're eating, but I'll, <laughs> I'll grant you that that is a, that is the way to go. All right, it's time to uh, pick some games because there's a lot more good ones coming up. Here we go. Rick and Adam, Rick and Adam, pick the scores. All right, so coming up this weekend, we've got Brighton. At home against Wolves. Now, that Wolves game I watched against uh, uh, Man U yesterday, mm. that is a decimated team.
0: Yeah, yeah, they've had some injuries. Yeah, no question.
1: But they still hung in there just valiantly against Manchester United. I mean, you looked at the lineups before the game and you thought, there's no way that this is going to be a close game. And sure enough, yeah. it was. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Their biggest issue right now is scoring goals. I mean, they're creating chances. There's yep. no question. They're doing that. And they're still in the middle of the pack. They're still in 12th place. But, um, and they're playing against a Brighton team that's been struggling a little bit. Although, yep. you know, I'm a, a, again, I, I've said this a few times before. I, I'm a big fan of what they're trying to do. They're just outside of the bottom three right now. Um, I, I'm, I'm actually gonna go with a 1-1 draw here for Brighton. It's at Brighton at the, uh, at the Amex.
1: I actually am going to pick Brighton to win 1-0. I just uh, have a funny feeling, um, uh, you know, the luck is going to run out a little bit on the Wolves. Yeah. Uh, we got Burnley at home against Fulham. Now, this is a battle of two teams down near the bottom, but uh, yeah. both have been looking pretty good, I think.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, obviously, Fulham's game was canceled today. Right. Um Postponed, should I say, uh, because of COVID, so they're going to be well rested. Yeah. <laughs> so you got <laughs> to look right. at from that standpoint, um, but you just don't know. You don't know what's going to happen if this game is even go- right. depending on their COVID situation. But uh, obviously, we got it. We'll go ahead and predict it. But I, I think, I think Fulham um, again uh, have been playing well. Burnley have again found ways to to be in games and have pushed their way up the table a little bit.
1: But and by the way, Burnley uh, is about to get a new owner.
0: Yes, American, I believe. American, American.
1: right, with some cash. uh, That could, I mean, that could transform that franchise.
0: No question. I think they, they need that uh, money money injection for sure to get some players in. So I'm I'm going to sit on the fence again. I'm going to go with another one-one draw.
1: <laughs> Actually, that's what I picked on this one too. I, <laughs> I couldn't decide either. Yeah. All right, now we got Newcastle at home. Uh, so they had to play uh, they had to play Liverpool today. Their next game Leicester. <laughs> yeah, it's not Fair so easy tough. either.
0: Yeah, tough turnaround, but I thought they played really well today. Defended very well. I very think they may well. Get a f- may get a few more chances um, against Leicester. Um, but again, Leicester's been obviously been playing well, too. So I, I'm going to go with a, a, a 2-1 Leicester victory, although it would be a close one.
1: I have it as a, a 2-0 Leicester victory, um, but I picked that game before I watched uh, this game. So, But I'm going to stick yeah. with it. I'm going to stick with it. Yeah. All right, Chelsea is at home against Man City. That's going to be a good game.
0: Right, Ooh, it's going to be a really good game. Um, I think Man City again are now starting to push up. Chelsea's still trying to figure it out, you know. How do I pick against Chelsea? You know, that's my team. I can't really do that, can I? It's yeah. not really, you know, okay. if you are going on form, that's what you would probably do, but as I as I always do, I always pick Chelsea a comfortable three nil victory. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> hey, you I'm never know. Go, you never, you know. never know.
0: A- anything can happen in this game. I mean, we saw that with the with the, with West Brom, right? So we saw that they they yeah. win there for they tie Liverpool and then they lose five nil the next game. Right. So you just never know. Unbelievable. But I'm going to go with I'm going to go with a two one Chelsea victory. Oliver Giroux with both
1: okay yeah he he uh, he's looking good I have it as a two-2 draw um, mm. uh, because I think uh, I think they're pretty evenly matched right now I, I, I'm really looking yeah. forward to that game all right we have Southampton at home against Liverpool.
0: Yeah, this was basically all of the Liverpool best players were at Southampton at some point. Yes. So, uh, and uh, this is going to be kind of a homecoming for some of those, although obviously Van Dyke, who was there, is, is injured, but Mane was there too. Right. So um, I think um, I think this is going to be a pretty good game, actually. I'm, I'm quite looking forward to watching this one. Uh, but I still think Liverpool, even though they've got two draws, this might be the game that gets them over. I think Southampton's going to try and have a go a little bit. Right going to open things up and i think it make it a little bit easier for for liverpool to score so i'm going to go with a, a good game i'm going to go with a a 3-1 win for liverpool
1: okay that's that's more optimistic than i i've got it as a, two, <laughs> as a 2-1 liverpool win but okay i should be good all right free kicks is brought to you by the illinois youth soccer association
0: all right illinois youth nonprofit organization emphasizing education whose purpose is, to, purpose is to promote and conduct skill-based youth development programs in a safe environment. The association also provides uh, different activities along with the Olympic development program that provides children with the opportunity to reach their full potential. You can find us at IllinoisYouthSoccer.org.
1: Okay, we'll be right back. We've still got a guest, the pre- Premier League star. We'll hear Adam's TV tip, and all of that is coming up right after this. Coming up on the next episode of the Car Guys Report Informed Automotive, a rare AMC Marlin sells for more than the cost of bait, plus more cars you may have forgotten about. I'm Mark Vernon. Join me and Lou Costable for these stories and more on the Car Guys Report, a Tony Lasano podcast and Opie production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. On this week's Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. How now, brown cow? Whose face would you use to rev up your anger? Social justice is served in Michigan. My Brush with Mary Tyler Moore and Valerie Harper and much more, including Unlimited Tangents. Listen to Minutia Men on Spotify, opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. And we're back. It's time for your favorite part of the show, Adam. Time now to guess the Premier League star. Okay, this one is a star. Okay? All right, good. Definitely qualifies as a star. He's 30 years old, so somebody who's a veteran. Mm. Um, He was born in Sunderland and actually got his start with that club. But uh, he's been playing for this current team for many years, 281 games. For this current team, and he's. he's I think, uh, you got
0: I, it. I'm going to give it a go. I think I'm, I'm just going to throw this
1: out. Okay. Jordan Henderson. That is correct. That is correct. You are on you a roll. It's a Sunderland thing, right? Was that a tip it's,
0: off? Yeah, the Sunderland gave it to me right away, and I kind of knew a little bit getting a little bit older. Obviously, kind of grew up playing with them for a long time. So yeah, you so know, Jordan, he's he's a good
1: one. I was watching the game today, and I had already written the clues uh, for you. And they (laughs) mentioned Sunderland today. I was like, oh, should I take that out? Maybe I should take that out.
0: That's funny.
1: Uh, But I left it in there and gave it away. Uh, Yes, captain of the team since uh, Steven Gerrard retired, midfielder, 58 caps for the English national team, but has never scored a goal for them.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, he's 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 been good. I'll be honest with you. At the beginning of his career, I probably was one of those naysayers. I wasn't sure if he was going to turn into the player. And last year, he was the the best player in the league. I think he was the uh, player of the year in the league. So, yeah,
1: the footballer you know, uh, of the year,
0: footballer of the year. So, give him a lot of credit. He's really been a, a fantastic servant. For and now part of the England national team as well Um, not sure if he's going to be the captain, I think he's obviously taken that but he would be certainly a good captain as well for the the national team. He's a
1: good leader, obviously and he has led uh, Liverpool to a Premier League title a Champions League title and as you mentioned, he was named the FWA Footballer of the Year, Jordan Anderson Okay, so that went a little quicker than I thought, but uh, we still have more (laughs) show, we still have more show because it's time for this
0: now time for adam's weekend
1: soccer tv tip tip, tip. okay i mentioned some of the games coming up which one is the must see as far as you're concerned
0: well i don't know if i can do this if i can change the plan, could i could i pick two yes what do you think yes do it i I think i think i think we could do that what what do you think so i think i think especially because it's that weekend it's this it's the uh the New Year's weekend, so it's kind of the, the last break before people really go back to work and kind of really kind of thinking about what they're going to do. But I'm going to go with a Friday game and a Sunday game. Okay. And I'm a little concerned about the Sunday game because of COVID. <laughs> but,
1: <laughs> right. but
0: Friday, I think it's going to be a really, really good it's about the two teams we spoke about earlier. Man United versus Aston Villa. Yes. New Year's Day, 2 p.m. kickoff, NBCSN. I think it's going to be a really good match at Old Trafford, especially because Aston Villa is playing so well. Like I said, if if people haven't seen much of Villa, they do need to to watch them, and and you know certainly would be would love to hear their opinions on them. You know,
1: it's New Year's us, Day. I mean, it's not like there are any good bowl games on this year. Nobody cares about exactly, college football. Exactly, it's time, yeah, time yeah. for the real football. Exactly right. Exactly right.
0: And then you've got Sunday's game. Um, from what I hear, I think Man City were back in training today. So I think it looks good for them to be able to play because obviously they had their game cancelled this past week because of COVID, but they were out training again today. And it's Chelsea versus Man City. So again, Sunday, 10.30. So these are the two must-see games of the weekend, I think. you got Man United, Aston Villa, Friday, and then Sunday, Chelsea versus Manchester City. Some two really good games.
1: I'm looking forward to both of them. Uh, Free Kicks is brought to you by Green White Soccer Club. 65 years of soccer excellence. Green White is a community not-for-profit club providing soccer for kids of all ages in and around the Mount Prospect area. Led by former World Cup player and coach Mustafa Edders. Go to greenwhitesoccer.org for more information. So, uh, if you know, if you uh, enjoy this show, and, you know, I think next one is going to be better as far as my... (laughs) <laughs> my involvement goes be sure to tell friends about it you can find it on spotify you can go to opishows.com wherever you find podcasts search for radio misfits we uh, would like to thank our executive producer tony lasano with opishows.com tony works very hard for us uh, and has all year long so we really appreciate what he does for us Opie is hippo backwards o-p-p-i-h shows com. We're distributed by Ed Silla with Radio Misfits. Great talk radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. radiomisfits.com dot com. And we'll be back again next year. I yep. always like saying that. My kids roll their eyes when I say stuff like this, but we'll be back again next year with another episode of Free Kicks. This OPI podcast was recorded at an earlier date. Some material may be outdated and or mentioned under different circumstances. Consult your local health authorities for the latest on COVID-19. The proceeding was a presentation of OPI Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including
0: opishows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Opie Productions. Tony, can you shut up? I'm Kimmy.
1: I'm Tommy. And I'm Sam. And on this week's
0: episode of Ann Friends,
1: we are exploring all the different places you can put a toothbrush. Like in your mouth.
0: Or your butt. Or
1: anywhere else under the sun or where the sun don't shine. Listen to Ant Friends on Spotify, OPIShows.com,
0: or wherever you find podcasts.
1: Just search for Radio Misfits. I'm Howard Sudbury. And I'm Steve Baskerville. On the next Back to You, we're going to play a little game called What Show Is It? And you only get three words. Words to describe the show, and one of the three words ain't the title of the show. And our motto for the next year is Why should you be happy? A lot of entertainment <laughs> if you listen to the next Back to You. Back to You with Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville. You can find Back to You on Spotify, opishows.com or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. Longest promo ever. Is it over? It is now. Mm. That's nice. <laughs> Hehehehehehe <laughs>